What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Woo! Woo! We're back! <laughs> Woo! We've been taking a vacation, just as uh, probably a lot of you have been, too. And I gotta say, we have rather enjoyed mm-hmm. not having to think about or worry about things, although it drives me nuts to not do it, so it's a little weird. Yeah. Like, I was telling my friend, I was like, some people go on vacation to be able to get away from their environment, I just sit <laughs> and I just stare and do whatever it is that I want to do. That's a vacation to me. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like going being... somewhere is a lot of fucking stress, right? Yeah. I like to just be mindless and stare at my wall if I have to and right. chill. That's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. I've been staring yeah. at walls. How about <laughs> you? What are you up to? <laughs> Basically the same, you know, it's like watch, like binging on a lot of crazy shit. Well, and by the way, guys, this episode today is going to be our top horror episode of 2017. Uh, by the time you're going to be hearing this, it's going to be a brand new fucking year. So we hope that you guys do it up right this year. And uh, maybe we do something a little bit better than we did this last year. And try to do it forward do you have any salutations or whatever the hell you want to call it that you want to do like you want to oh, like a resolution resolution why do i say salutations that's like whatever. goodbye it's basically the same thing <laughs> uh no i don't ever make new year's resolutions i do i am i should but i don't mine is to be healthier yeah well that's i want to get in year. shape by my birthday in april before i go see my family mm-hmm. and before a wedding that we're probably going to both be at Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Harley's. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So I'm trying to get into shape, right? Everyone's going to be high. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They just hand out blunts everywhere. They should. (laughs) Hint, hint. There's your party favors. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. So guys, we're going to be talking about some of our top favorite movies. Only picking five here. Uh, We're also going to talk about some of our runner-ups, our favorite episodes, our favorite... uh, uh, Did you do drinks? Yeah. That one was really tough for me. It was kind of hard it was really tough for me yeah (laughs) because i'm like do i even remember right you know what i mean like (laughs) i had to scour and like go back for a while because then i like go and listen to episode like part one episodes right um or like for the older ones like try and go back to and i'm just like i can't do yeah there's a lot of horror shots takes a lot and some of these are just like made up on the spot sometimes (laughs) yeah but we've been getting better about it so we got a few of those we'll we'll end up with those after we do some of that but we got like some favorite tv shows 
a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about for the new year and what we loved about 2017. And we're just going to kind of go with it. We're actually going to be skipping the news this week. So, um, but yeah, but tell me what you've been doing. How was your holiday? It was good. It was nice and stupid. Yeah. Well, you went to that fucking party that everybody was excited about. Yeah, Krampus party. Right. Like, tell us about that. I had a really good time. Um, it was really fun. There's a lot of really good people there. We didn't leave till like seven in the morning. <laughs> we got there at like seven. That well, we were helping them for a couple of days before to like get ready and everything. Right. Um, and then we got there kind of early in the evening, early ish. I don't know. We were like, there's a lot of fucking people there already. Um, and then we didn't leave until seven a.m. Wow. The only reason we left is because I didn't really want to drive with the, the light. sun. Yeah, <laughs> the sun wasn't Wait, the up. The sun yet. wasn't up by seven at that time. No, it was like six forty-five, and the sun wasn't up yet. Okay. It didn't start like really rising until we got home. You're like racing Remember, home, like vampires. It's winter. It doesn't really start yeah. coming up till like seven now. Winter is coming. Yeah, I'm like, Ugh. like Mad Max Fury Road, like yeah. trying to drive home. Like, fuck. I this. picture you guys like painting the front windshield uh, and the like windows and stuff with just that thin line. No, I want so that you can drive. Yeah, well, no, I I literally just want the cars out of. Um, what is that fucking vampire movie? Daybreakers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great I remember movie. that. Yeah. FYI. But yeah, I saw I it in the theater, that. actually. That movie's fantastic. So you had fun at the party, though? I did. Okay. It was a blast. What about it, Dad? Did you do anything for Christmas? Or? No. No? I was, like, sick and hungover. Me and Christina, like, we decided that we were going to go out and, like, do up, like, New Year's Eve and everything like that. Which, by the way, guys, we're recording this before New Year's Eve, so that's why I'm going to say this. But, yeah, me and Christina, this is ridiculous, but this is what we wanted to do. She wanted to make a pillow fort out in the living room. Uh, We got, we're going to get champagne, we're going to get drunk, we got some board games, we got some card games that we're going to be buying, and we're going to be just chilling, drinking, watching um, horror movies, and just getting drunk and playing board games and and, uh, card games. That's awesome. For the new year, yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm excited about it. So uh, instead of like going all out, going and getting dressed up, going out to this thing, and then getting a car wreck or something, I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm performing on New Year's. Are you? Yeah, um, at the Rogue for the New Year's Blood Drive. So, oh. so oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I won't so be there. Pretty much gonna be like standing on the bar and. Sorry, like, I've got more important shit to do. But. No, I trust me. Like pillow fort and games sounds really fun. I, it's a, you know, it's just the fact that we've been on this vacation trip, like just chilling, like is amazing to me. Like right. I just needed it. I've watched movies that I didn't have to study and research. Yeah, it's nice. And I was like, holy shit, I feel like I'm missing out on this. Uh, it's really nice. Yeah. So, but so what it's like to actually watch movies. <laughs> but we ended up going over to her parents' house for Christmas and had fun with her family. Yeah. Uh, we did our white elephant gifts exchange, which we did gourmet foods this time. Yeah, I saw some of the stuff you were doing. So that was fun. Nick, Cass, and Greg came over last night because Nick's visiting from out of town. Nick Bonaventura, uh, a.k.a. The Starship. I love that. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of The Starship, you should check it out. It's like beatnik style rapping over like sci-fi music and uh he's amazing i used to do a podcast with him we we did like three or four episodes together he's awesome but yeah he came by so i you know i streamed and then i hung out with him and i got shit-faced and was somewhere on my couch holding my phone and passed out you know that weird feeling you get like where you've you realize you've fucked up you hit a wall yeah (laughs) yeah i've hit that wall many times so and then i went to bed and i woke up and i was like fuck yeah so i I hit that wall on fourth of july and when you go to sleep (laughs) drunk it's like 
I hate it. You don't even really get real sleep. No, you don't. You get good, solid, like hard sleep for like two hours and then you fucking like are in panic sleep. Yeah. It's like shit sleep. And it's awful. <laughs> I hate it. Speaking of drinking, Which is different. though. If you smoke weed, you don't, you sleep better. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you've been, if you have a little bit to drink and then you smoke. I get hangovers then, from like, that too. I haven't. Like if the couple times I've like smoked. Mental hangovers, bit, yeah. A little bit, like when I've been drinking, like shit makes I, me paranoid, dude. But anyway, speaking of drinking, though, is it that time? I think it's that time. Oh shit! Horse shots. Today for our horror shot, it's more than a horror shot. It's a uh, boiler maker car bomb. For the holidays season. <laughs> for the holidays season. Yeah, and I wanted to do this this year, and I've been planning it since last year. Uh, one of our listeners by the name of Traps McNuckles, which I will repost this this week so that you guys can see, but he made a special drink for us to do on the show, and we were just blown away by it. So, like, he did this shot. He called it the Gut Krampus. <laughs> and so we're a little bit late. But I felt like we had to include it somehow in the next. It's like I want to make this a yearly tradition now because it's so delicious. Okay. So the way that you make this drink, guys, and this is a special treat. You're going to want to get a mug. We got these gonna, for a fucking dollar. You're going to want to get a mug. Yeah. You see this? A dollar. Where'd you get? Dollar At the store? dollar store, dude. Fuck yeah, dollar store. A huge ass, That's nice ass stein. mug. It's a beer stein. Yeah. Uh, so we got this big ass beer stein. Well, it's not stein. It's a pint. It's, glass. A, it's a pint glass or bigger than that even. It's bigger than a pint. Mm. That's like two pints. A pint? No. Hell yeah. This is a mug. Well, that's a big beer mug. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna want to take a beer mug, okay? And you're gonna take. We got some Angry Orchard apple cider beer. I love that shit. Which it is actually pretty good. The elderflower flavor is my favorite. It's though. a little too sweet for me. Yeah, that I one? prefer Smith and Forge if I do. Yeah. But this is what his thing. Calls I like for. Smith and Forge too. All the ciders in my face. In my mouth holes. In my mouth holes. Please and wait. How many do you have? Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> what a lucky guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like how you could hear you pouring that in the background and it sounded like really pissing. weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was uncomfortable sounding. All right, guys. So the next thing you're going to want to do is oh, no. now he asked for 99 peppermints, which is a little bit stronger than peppermint schnapps. But if you can't find 99 peppermint, you can use peppermint schnapps. So you drop one shot in without dropping the shot glass in there. You just pour it in like a boiler maker. So tired of peppermint. <laughs> peppermint this is the can, season, Brittany. Peppermint can suck my left tit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just my left one. Just the left one. Just the left. That's the devil's tit. The devil's tit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we got fireball, guys. Pour in, not the cut shot, just pour in a shot's worth of Fireball. I'm gonna die. And as Frank puts it, you can use just about any whiskey, but let's be adults here, as he says in the video. Let's be adults here. <laughs> and we're gonna use Wild Turkey 101, which is the stronger stuff. Yeah. Yes, it is. Now, this shot you do not pour in. That's the one you drop in? You're gonna drop this one in. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> This is a weird mixture of flavors. 
pretty good. I'm terrible at chugging shots, so. So to another year, another holiday season. To Frank, a.k.a. Traps McNuckles, thank you for this suggestion. We Thanks, love it. Dude. And I hope you will too, Brittany. Yeah. Just drop it to a here. brand new year, motherfuckers! 2018! Another whole fucking year of fucking horror shots. I feel like it was just 2017. You ready? Yeah. Wait, should we cheers and then drop? Huh. All right, you ready? Heavy. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. go. Oh, it spilled on my... It just on me! Oh, I slammed the whole fucking thing. I can't chug. Woo! I would fail it. Don't ever pick me for your beer relay team. Holy I shit. I cannot be Das Boot. Did you, you heard it. Yeah. I, Woo. Bink. I can't do that. I spilled it on my... It just on my <laughs> Don't worry, because Mike and Patrick couldn't do it either. But yeah, guys, if you guys want to try out a gut Krampus, it's really simple to make. It is a lot of ingredients, and try your best to slam it if you can. Uh, it's pretty amazing. This does taste good, except for the peppermint. Yeah, it's pretty strong. I just don't like peppermint, so that's like, it kills me. That was like... That's that's a huge glass. That was impressive. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. You'd make a great dick sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about dick sucker, but I would definitely be able to guzzle some cum. Yeah. You hear that, guys? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Wink. No. No! What has this turned into, Brittany? <laughs> This is not how we bring in the new year. Every week, this is what it is. It's just another week. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, we're gross. Well, that's it for Horror Shots! Okay, guys, so uh, instead of us normally doing the news at this point, like I mentioned, we will be skipping it this week, and then we're going to come back with a fresh new week, a Monday episode, a Thursday episode, so you have two episodes next week. Today is just a special one-off to kind of fill the gap, because we're still on vacation a little bit. fill the void. Yeah, to fill the void. <laughs> The Beyond the Void. So <laughs> Good plug, Brittany. Thanks. But yeah, so we're going to kind of just like dip into some of our favorite things. And then by the end of the episode, we're going to talk about our favorite horror movies of 2017. Uh, we're going to go over some of our favorite episodes, favorite great plots. And we're going to talk a little bit about each. I don't want to be too long about it, too long-winded. It's really hard to watch every single fucking horror movie that has come out. But I will say that we made a valiant effort to watch as many horror movies as we could that interested us in the trailers or whatever it was. Uh, some of the movies are still in the festivals and haven't been released, like Tragedy Girls, Ugh, which we really wanted to see. So mad. Uh, what was it? Uh, Annabelle and the Apocalypse. Anna yeah, and the Apocalypse, and the Apocalypse. Which is like a zombie musical movie. Yeah, that I want to see that. I'm so excited that I want to go see it, and like I can't, and like I looked for it desperately, so probably won't see that till next year. Yeah, it'll probably get distribution when they're hungry for like Christmas horror movies. Yeah, but yeah, we got a lot of different stuff that we're going to be talking about. What do you think we should kick it off with, Brittany? First of all, let's talk about what did you think of this year? Like since you've been on, like honest, real talk, girl. Uh, it's been fun. I don't know. I've had a really good time. It's like a little. It's. I mean, I won't lie. It's a little stressful. Sure, yeah. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work on top of like already working like 50, 60 hour work weeks. So right. It's, it's a lot to be able to like fit time in between that and other stuff. But And what's supposed to be your relaxed time, you're yeah, kind of like working. Working, yeah. It's like, I, I think of it this way because it's like, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's like, I always think like when I was in school, I hated writing papers. But here I am doing oodles of research 
You know what I mean? It's, right. it's a thing I like, but some of these movies I'm like, ugh. See, I liked writing papers. Like, I loved writing papers, and I loved writing uh. essays, and, like, I was really good at it, but now I haven't had to do it for so long, so now I hate it. But now you're doing it, kind and of. now I'm doing it kind of again. And In I'm a like, verbal way. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Stupid> but school. <laughs> continue on. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Um, but, yeah, it's been fun. It's Like I said, it's been an experience. I enjoy it. Yeah. So, it's it's... And my favorite thing about it is, like, all the people that reach out to us. Right, yeah. Like, all the people who listen, like, from literally everywhere. In our little nook of the world. Yeah, you know? like, they're all over. There's people in other countries that listen to what yeah. we do. And then they reach out to us, and they're like, we love it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, this gets day. me through the work day. Yeah, and, and to, like, that's really cool. Or, like, when actors or actresses from, like, movies that yeah, interview reach recently. out to you. And that's fucking cool. Like, I love it. I like being able to, like, touch people in a way each day, you Whoa. know? Well, I can't. Sometimes I can't physically touch Sorry. you. I had to go there. I wish I could. I'm a child. I wish I could physically touch all of you. <laughs> as long as you're over the age of 18. No, but sentimental. It really is. Like yeah, it really it means cool. a lot. It does mean a lot. It's it's one of the reasons why we do it is people are actually listening and they actually care. So it proves that what we're doing is not just stupid. Right. You know. Well, it's like you know, I we we I do it for fun. But I take it very seriously, and I put a lot of effort into it because I don't like doing shit half-assed. And uh, I, if I'm going to do it, like I don't know who's listening or what's going to happen or whatever happens. I, I just want to be creative, have fun, enjoy things, push myself to enjoy the genre that I love the most. Right. And has inspired me to do pretty much everything I do. So this is kind of my little love letter to the genre in a way, even though I may not be the most supportive or the, the biggest owner of DVDs in blu-rays or you know whatever it is that people think is a horror fan but i actually do care about it enough so right but yeah and then hearing on top of it like hearing from people that are like into what we say and actually listen to us each week kind of amazes me Mm because i'm like really people are into that okay yeah (laughs) i know it's awesome and i like get jenny to listen to a podcast which is pretty fucking cool and she listens to us every week and she loves it this is for you jenny like that if you guys don't know what we're talking about jenny hates when we do that on the mic she hates that noise or she hates she it makes, when britney does she it hates it when i do it it makes her uncomfortable and guys thank you so much for like sticking with us i know some of you are newer some of you are older and been with us since the beginning we appreciate all of you and so we're gonna do our best to kind of point out some episodes that kind of like you know she hasn't been here for the whole you know year so she came in kind of halfway through in a way like well is it halfway through a little after. I think it was like... Yeah, you're like 75 of the way percent that we've done so far through. But either way, it's been... it's been Like, I look back at all the episodes we've done. It's like August. And I'm like, holy shit, we, we've done a lot. a lot. Yeah. Was it, was it August? Ish. It wasn't July because we did the 4th of July party and I don't think I talked about that. Okay. Well... August, September. I think you've really come into it very well. And I mean that genuinely. Um, not... I know I'm like kind of like a dick sometimes <laughs> like i don't mean to be a dick i'm just very passionate about things and then like it's like i just want it to be the best every episode right so i try to make it the best every episode with all the energy that we can and and, half the time and, i'm like alex i'm tired I yeah 12 I hours today you just fucking let me go <laughs> just let it just let it happen let my people go let my britney go mm-hmm. anyway so Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> so we have a lot of, I mean, there's been a lot of really fun things that we've done over the past year uh, since the holidays and New Year's of last year. Last year, we did like top 25, but we have some things that we want to bring up that we thought 
would be interesting to talk about. Let's talk about our favorite shots. Favorite shots. Go just ahead. We did a shot. Go ahead. I'm gonna do my favorite one. My first horror shot. Okay. On the show, which was Mike's milk, aka titty milk. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a funny one. Because the like, okay, leading up to that, I don't shot, remember how it tastes, but it was terrible. <laughs> but leading, actually, it wasn't that bad that I recall. Just reading the ingredients, it couldn't have been that. Was terrible. it the? Was it the? What episode was it? The uh, I don't. Uh, oh, it was the Mike me crazy. Mike me crazy. Yeah. So it was Bailey's birthday cake vodka. 99 coconuts and the Vita coconut water. Oh my god. Is what was in it. So it really wasn't bad. It was super nutty. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, yeah, it <laughs> makes sense. But I liked right? it. But the <laughs> leading up to taking that shot is just hilarious. It's like us discussing like the name. And I was <laughs> yeah. dying over titty milk for like an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I thought I was pushing it too far by calling it that it's because fucking perfect. Yeah, like, I, it's, we were cracking up. We now. renamed it to titty milk. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, positive yeah. at the end of that episode. Because I the well, whole AKA. time I'm just like titty milk. <laughs> But yeah, that's a good one. And that was a good week because I, I remember being really sad because I didn't know you guys were doing those two movies and I love those movies. Oh, yeah. So, so you this, didn't do the movies. No, because this was the, I was brought on. That was my episode. Oh, that you guys interviewed me. okay. You guys interviewed the me The Britney episode, bloodshed experience. Which is one of my favorite episodes because I'm fucking <laughs> suck my own dick. But um, yeah, so that was my, that's my favorite, probably my favorite one just because it's my first one. Um, actually, some of my favorite shots have been some of the more recent ones. Yeah. Because I feel like we've done more care. My, my two other ones are more recent ones. Yeah. It's like, it's 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 easy to pull from those because those are the ones you probably remember the most. So I tried to pull back a little bit farther, but I kept coming back to the more recent ones. And honestly, like some of the best ones that I thought were the ones that we did pictures and shit for. Yeah. Like those are the ones the that t- we took one. really good care of. With doing the street trash one didn't really taste the, great. The shot was awful. Yeah, it wasn't. But it looked cool. It looked amazing. You made the fucking bottle. It wasn't awful. It was gross. It's not the worst one we've done. No, because I already know what one the worst one we ever did was. Let's see. Oh, what is for, the worst one? What do you think? That shot, the fucking Marty party. <laughs> yeah, that one's bad. Ugh. Hey, you gotta have some bad ones in there. Um, Ugh. I actually do remember. You know, actually, the the one that there was one of the newer ones that I really liked taste wise maybe not the presentation was the uncle john's formaldehyde yeah which i hate peppermint schnapps but it had i hated that one yeah it had (laughs) half a shot of peppermint schnapps half a shot of sour apple pucker and then you can wet the rim with sugar or if you want to do salt you can do it too yeah the the shot i just don't like peppermint schnapps or peppermint i typically don't either that but that shot was better than i anticipated it being but it was still gross because all the peppermint yeah i didn't hate it um yeah, the Marty Party is my. That's I hate that one. <laughs> I hate that fucking shot. It's the worst one we've ever consumed. You think? Yes, I loved Tom's special sauce. Oh yeah, because the first thing we introduce is, or I say, is one of the ingredients is regret. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all bottom shelf alcohol. So that's it right. Was bottom shelf tequila. That was horrible though. No, it wasn't. It was bottom shelf tequila, rum, whiskey, and then I suggested putting the fruit punch in there, which I think is what saved it. Maybe, yeah. But Tom's Special Sauce, I, why it sticks out so much to me is because I thought it was going to be awful, and it was actually pretty good. You hated it, but I was like, this isn't that bad. I, yeah. I was like, Alex, suck it up. I'm like, it's not terrible. <laughs> I was like, I like it. This was really tough for me to try to come up with a few, so uh, there was one that we did on the Ecto, uh, or the, um, it was our ghost one. 
Oh yeah, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, it was Christina was you on Christina. it. We did an ectogasm shot, and I love the name. And she hollowed out a jumbo marshmallow, and then which was a pain in the ass, by the way. Yeah, uh, there is a way to do it properly. We just didn't do it right the first time. Um, but you freeze them. And then you pour in a half a shot of vanilla cream, half a shot of birthday cake vodka, then shoot and eat. Yeah. And it was really fucking good, dude. Like, it was really good. I was sad I wasn't on that week because it was good. It sounded good. But you know what's a funny one that we did that you totally forgot about? Which one? Shishka tits. (gasps) Shishka tits! Because I named that one, didn't I? And I was so excited. We did a chick on a stick. And it wasn't necessarily delicious, but that was a really- the Cannibal Inferno episode. Right. The Cannibal Inferno episode, which Which was a really good episode. That's one of my favorites, actually. We'll get into that later, but- Um, but that was a half a shot of Three Amigos tequila, or any tequila, really. Half a shot of Amaretto liqueur, and a splash of grenadine. I can't believe I forgot about that, because I was so... For blood. Grenadine right. for blood. Because we were doing Italian for the uh, the Amaretto I liqueur, so and then I don't know why we did tequila, but it just... That's what we had. Yeah. That's why we did it, and we hadn't done tequila. We've been doing whiskey and vodka primarily. <laughs> yeah. We hadn't done tequila. Look at the picture I did. I put little googly eyes over, yes! her, over her breasts. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was chick on a stick, and I was like, but shishka tits, and then we fucking died laughing. Yeah, we were laughing. Forever. And I was like, I'm a genius. (laughs) And I just called it shishka tits the whole time. It was like the titty milk moment. Yeah, that episode, by the way, guys, is episode episode 49. That was a good episode. Or we'll talk about that later because that's in one of my yeah. favorites. Do you have another uh, shot? Yeah, the the I guess for me, I also really loved the gray water shot. That was a good one. That yeah. we did for it mainly because of how the we picture. got it to be that gross yeah. looking, and then how we came up with the name was because of how gross we made it. Right. So basically, what and <laughs> I'll explain the shot to you guys. And the picture is fan fucking tastic. Like we put plastic balloons and shit in it. Like I made fucking a balloon stick like straw holder thing and we stuck cherries in it to make it look like plastic balloons right and it was the coolest fucking shot and we did whiskey Kahlua and Bailey's but I couldn't find regular plain Kahlua all I could find was the um mudslide Kahlua and so Christina and I had this genius idea to take these black sprinkles yeah and mix it in with the stir Kahlua, it. and we stirred it and shook it up and then the sprinkles dissolved and the color the black food coloring or whatever it is that was on the sprinkles changed the Kahlua to this like dirty muddy gray so the whole shot looked like the gray water that the kids walk through in the movie right yeah so we're like perfect it's a fucking gray water shot done and then the 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 picture of the shot was just so cool yeah, that, that was a really, really good, good. That was our first first photo shoot. Our big photo shoot shot. Yeah, <laughs> it was great though. Look Everybody at me now. It. Now do say something nasty. Shot. Yeah, we say spanked so- it and everything. It got <laughs> fucking weird in there. But yeah, that was um, all the ones we've done pictures of have been great. That yeah, was no, good. that was a really the, good one. Um, the Christmas one. I don't. I can't believe I forgot to put that one on there. The uh, Cletus the, the fetus. Cletus the fetus. Yeah, that was a good one. That I one think also so too. tasted good, and it looked really cool visually. Yeah, for the so yeah, Red a, Christmas movie. We put a lot of effort into the shots this year. We've been trying. We've been getting better. Like, it, you know, we're learning as we go a little bit with this and trying to... It's just a lot of work. Some weeks we can't get Literally, it we have two people... Well, three people working behind the scenes for the podcast part. Mm-hmm. And then we have, like, six people working on the fucking website and, like, trying to promote that shit, and that's... Oh, that's my resolution. Yeah. To be what? more productive on posting. 
because <laughs> I am the worst. It drives me nuts. It that, does drive me nuts. Not, not that you, just me doing it. That's the one thing that he like gets pissed at me about every time is because yeah. I have like, well, I'm an I asshole. don't get pissed. I just, I just gave up. <laughs> yeah, he did. You haven't bothered me about it in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But I just, yeah. And it, it's, it's, that's my resolution. I will say, I will make one resolution that I want to be more active um, on our page, like promoting stuff. Like I do share the episodes, yeah. Um, but I'm not great about it. But I, my social media, like I'm barely on Facebook anymore, right? And just because I work so much, and I know that's such a stupid excuse, but it's true. You guys, no, 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 yeah. I'm in the medical field. I want to kill everybody, dude. You work a lot. I, I don't work doubt a lot. Yeah, and it's just a shit show right now, so it's even fucking worse. This but... pretty much has become uh, my full time job, and then my part time job is become. Uh, working on music. Um, it's crazy. Promotion. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I'm like trying to figure out ways that I can uh, maybe make money through Photoshopping and uh, I don't know. Well, we do have some other ones that we figured Hot. we would talk about. Um, we do have, why don't we do our some of our favorite episodes that we've done. This is something that you guys who have been listening for a while or have not been listening for a while might want to keep like tune in on because there's some like key shows that you might want to listen to. Uh, I think they're all they're all our children, so we've put <laughs> a lot of love children. and care into them, like <laughs> hours upon hours of ridiculous work uh, into each episode. But some of these are my favorite episodes. Did you get some? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I went first for the shots. So okay, you first. I don't, these aren't in order, but. Um, the, one of the first ones I, I thought of was the It Review. That's a good one. Because we had like four people in here, and I thought it was a really That's good a episode. episode. We had Josh in here with us, Christina was with us, and you and I. Yeah. Right? And we, I, I'm so glad you said it, because I thought you were you were going to, so I didn't put it on mine. Right. But I loved that episode. That yeah, episode it was a fun is episode. so funny. Yeah, we did. We went crazy a little bit. Super insightful. Like we I forgot know, really some cool. stuff, but like oh, yeah. I remember afterwards, I was like, "Oh fuck, I meant to say that," and I didn't write it down. I was like, "God damn it, I forgot to tell you that." Oh well, it's a good episode, and that's the first one we got really in detail with our shot, and like we just really like went balls to the wall with that one. Yeah, we planned that one out pretty quick. It was pretty awesome because we were excited about the movie. Mm-hmm. Plus, I did that intro for the fucking thing <laughs> where I act like uh, Pennywise. <laughs> And trying to get you in the sewer. Trying to get me in the sewer. It's yeah, amazing. like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> no, man, I'm good. <laughs> any any of the episodes I do like a little skit on, I absolutely adore. I do too. Because I spend like, you know, all this extra time. And I and it's like I'm a little kid when I'm in the studio and I'm making that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could add this. And then I stand up and I listen to it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds perfect. And then I get all excited. Like, but I don't know. One of the things that I love with this show is the progression so funny like all the little skits and shit that you do and that's all you like mm-hmm. i don't do any of that shit like sometimes yeah. he tells me and gets my opinion and i'm like cool i like it or tits <laughs> is usually my response well, i always send you everything yeah my response is usually tits because it's usually i'm working so i'm just kind of like trying to listen to it slyly <laughs> but um well and you know what i mean me and mike first when well, it was mike I, mike's idea to do this show and I was like, sure, like let's come over to my house. We'll hang out. We talked about movies for a while, and they were like, okay, let's just go sit in the th- in the studio and like talk on a mic. And yeah. we had no idea what we were gonna do. I feel like we've mixed it up quite a bit since then. Like, I, I want to have more rotating segments, but it's a lot of work. Like doing true crime guys is like doing research times four. Oh, like, because you gotta really get into it. I would like to do that. I definitely want to do it. I, I, that's one of my new. That's the new thing that we need to bring to this podcast. I agree. 
We need to do True Crime Mondays and do, like, just weird, disturbing news about fucking crazy shit. If it's short, we just add a couple more. If it's if it's long, we just do that one for that episode. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like crazy news stories from across the world or some shit. Right, yeah. I'm down for that. That works for me. So, but anyway, yeah, it's definitely, I feel like we've gotten uh, used to it uh, a little bit more. And uh, I hope I've helped you in some way to try to, I mean, you've definitely come into your own thing. I know I was a little tough on the, in the beginning because I, I'm sure everybody thinks I'm a fucking like dictator, but it's not what I am. Mm-hmm. It's like, I really just want everybody to just be involved. Right. So... <laughs> That one was one of mine. It, the It Show was definitely uh, the It Review that we did. That was something we, I think we all went to the theater, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yeah. Mouse and I went in, like an hour bef- after you guys did or right, before. Yeah. Just because your time slot wasn't sold out, but it only had shitty seats left. And then so it was I like the go. next day we did it, right? <laughs> we did it the next morning, yeah, or next afternoon. Episode 57, part one. Part one. Uh, what about you? There is one of them actually that I really liked that. I'm not involved in at all, which is the Funny Fangs episode 31. Yeah, that's one of mine. Great episode. Um, it's actually your most listened to yeah. episode, which is, uh, I think right now is at like 987, 937 or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. it was it's episode fucking, 31 you it, said? It's yeah. nuts, yeah. Um, but this was also the name change episode. Was it? It was. I didn't even this know that. I didn't guys, listen to it, yeah. You spend a while talking about oh. why you changed from Beyond... Behind, beyond the veil or behind the veil? Beyond the veil. Beyond the veil yeah. to beyond the void. Yeah, we gave a big middle finger to those Yes, you did. And fuckers. it was hilarious and I loved it, but I liked the name change, so I was like, good. I was, it's that, better now. <laughs> that episode in particular, I'm so glad, was like a big one because it was a pivotal moment where I thought I was going to lose everything. Yeah. It's a good episode. You know what I mean? That whole episode's really just outstandingly good. It's interesting. It's funny. It's very informative. And also, yeah. I fucking love what we do in the shadows. So yeah, I was like, yes. Yeah, because we do what we do in the shadows, <laughs> and, and then the vamp, the ho- the corporate blo- one, blood sucking bastards. Yes. Yeah, that so was so good. A, yeah, those are great. So good. Those are funny ass fucking vampire those movies. Fan. Fang fucking fantastic vampire movies. Like, <laughs> wow, did you set that one up or what? But I'm maybe. <laughs> I'm glad you picked that because that's one of mine too. Yeah, I loved it. Is there anything you want to add about that episode actually? Since you had um, it on your list, I mean, no. I mean, I just I don't know why. I honestly don't know why that episode is so big. <laughs> but I'm glad it was because it's, it's like the there's some episodes that I'm like really fucking proud of, and I'm like fuck yeah, man! Like this is such a great episode. And then it's like the lowest of numbers that we have on it. And I'm like, right? Well, I'm like, you, god damn it! What happened? You guys did that episode, I think though. During when what we do in the shadows um, really hit its prime, maybe. So I think that's what it was. Because no, I think it was long after that. No, that's that what, long. It got really big last two years ago. Yeah, so but it wasn't it, it that long faded. after uh, that. Though. Well, it's a so. fan. It's a cult fave. I think we were ahead, we were late on it for most people, but I don't know. I think there was. I don't know why. Everybody so loves weird. that fucking movie. Maybe, maybe we're that's what it is. Not werewolves. <laughs> vampires don't do dishes it's like one of the most easily quotable movies ever and it's just fantastic fantastic yeah that is a really good one fantastic. um i thought that one was really good another one that i that i love is um cannibal inferno oh it's one of mine too yay yeah. or the so, autopsy episode yeah that was is that what it was that episode mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The, er, be- the whole beginning of it is me talking about the autopsy I assisted yeah, on. Yeah, that was a good episode. It uh, is a great one. Yeah. Well, and that, and we also did the fucking, I did the intro on that one. So I can't, good. I'm partial to those, you know? It's so good. Like, like me meeting up with a friend or whoever it was. I know it was just two guys. And this was one of the first ones you did actually with that because that was before the It episode. Yeah, but I also did Friday the 13th. Yeah. We did a bunch and when we first started up. I used to do them oh, a lot more. Okay, yeah. I used to do them a whole lot more, but I've been so run down and beat by some of the stuff because it's a lot of work. <laughs> well, that some of it's not as inspiring either. Well, like uh, another episode that wasn't this year, but was the Friday the 13th episode, which was like three hours long. Yeah. Extremely comprehensive breakdown of every single fucking movie and which ones we liked the most. And and I did a fucking game show where <laughs> Jason is a contestant on like yeah. on uh what was it? It was like... Jeopardy. Je- yeah. It was like a Jeopardy thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that he kills the guy. That episode was good. Yeah. That was funny. But yeah, that Cannibal Inferno episode was awesome. That's number 49, episode 49. Yeah. That's on mine too. Yeah. It, that was one of the coolest experiences of my fucking life. Yeah. I was doing that doing autopsy. Doing the autopsy, yeah. So that was... And that... It's so fucking cool. It's so informative and I get real gross about it, guys. But... Yeah. If you ever wanted to know what exactly goes into doing an actual autopsy, like listen to it. Yeah, check out that episode. So good. What about you? What's another one? Um, uh, my first episode ever. Oh, the Chucky the Brittany one. bloodshed experience. Oh, no, okay, okay. I thought you one. meant as as a member. Oh, as a member, no. My first time being on the show, but that's like that episode's with, really fun. Was that with Mouse? Uh, no, Patrick. Yeah, it was just Patrick. You and Mouse I. Mouse did the Chucky one. Yes. Um, Child's Play 1 and 2. Yeah, Mouse did Child's Play 1 and 2 with us. But um, no, Brittany Bloodshed Experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is me, you, and Patrick. It was the first yeah, time. And like, this was like literally like two weeks, I think, after that was when you asked if that I was the, the uh, That was the pitch of first one's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And shortly after, it was like a week or so, you were like, so. Yeah. Can I talk to you about something? And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> you're like, I just wanted to know. Um, things went real cool the other day. Alex approached it just like that, too. Yeah, did I? Yeah. I don't remember. He tried to play it real cool. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, so, um, do you be interested in maybe, like, co-hosting the show with me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Is that what you thought, really? No. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, I will. It's cool. I had a blast. Let's do it. <laughs> I get to hang funny. out on a Thursday and get shit housed and talk about horror movies. Like, yeah. why would I not be in? Yeah. And that no, was I'd... shortly after the my birthday and the... Which, and that episode's great, too, yeah. by the way. The yeah. birthday one. So good. Yeah. Oh, you actually listened to that yeah, one. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I went back and I tried to listen to, like, I've been trying to go back periodically here and there to listen to older ones mm-hmm. just because it helps me. Sure. Um, but I also, haven't even done that. Yeah. Just because I've listened to them like a hundred times because, yeah. like, I have to edit it. But that episode was good. I don't remember the, specific, the exact name of it, but it that was, episode was funny. Um, it was episode 34, Alex's B Day Brain Bash. B-day and brain we did bash, yeah. a, um, uh, what do you call it? Grave plots called slaughtery. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, Mike Saga, who is a promoter, uh, promoter slash DJ slash everything. He's crazy. Uh, yeah, good crazy. Known that guy for a while, but yeah, that episode in particular, like not just because it was my birthday, like it was just a whole group of people. It was Jordan, Mike Saga, Patrick myself it was so it was four people and dude saga was like unhinged which he typically is <laughs> yeah. there was one thing in the episode where he talks about fucking um tim curry mm. that made me cry like <laughs> like i laughed so hard i cried 
He said, what if, like, the new It movie, his <laughs> final form is fucking Tim Curry in a wheelchair? <laughs> I was like, you're such a piece instead of shit, of the, saga. Instead of the fucking crab monster. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I literally fucking... was like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, That's but he was, like, he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm Mike no, I'm not saga. fucking sorry. Yeah. Uh, plus. saga. Plus the great plots we'll get into because actually, actually one of my favorite great plots. I don't want to get into each of these too, too much. I just want to kind of name off some of them. The only other one that I, I can think of is episode 43, part one, dating a horror fan with Christina. That one's awesome. Because, mostly because she was on and we were both on, like we were doing really good. It was really fun for me and the lady to do an episode together but also we were talking about all the stupid things that we get mad at each other about <laughs> and like and then we also I that was the first time that I got to tell people about the fucking crazy shit that happened in our house that Christina would never let me talk about so that that in itself right there was like fuck yeah because she finally I pinned her and was like you're gonna talk about it you know and she fucking that sounds kind of rapey I didn't yeah. mean it like that <laughs> Sounded very rapey, <laughs> kind of. But yeah, she 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 uh, said yes um, about telling me this story about the uh, ghost. <laughs> she said yes after I pinned her to a bed. For yeah. Oh hours. my god, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, I've just I'll take you guys down that journey. Do you have Do you have another one? Yeah, I do. Um, I actually like the episode sixty eight, which is the interview with Craig Anderson. Oh yeah, for Red Christmas. That one's that was a really good one. Yeah. I don't, I was He's like, so I was, I didn't want to include the interview uh, people that we did. We did Matthew Price with uh, um, Other Halves. Mm -hmm. We did uh, Don Thacker from uh, The Mold Nose. <laughs> um, motivational <laughs> Growth, that's what growth. it was. There it is. There's a lot, I'm drunk, first of all. I took like <laughs> fucking five shots right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm drinking a beer on top of it. Fuck you, people. He's drinking a hard cider. I'm drinking for the new year because it's been a rough one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that definitely was. I mean, I appreciate all of our guests that came on. Um, I really enjoy doing the interviews a lot. Um, I feel like I'm, I, I try to, to ask good questions, but, you know, like I'm kind of new at it, so I don't know. But I really did enjoy talking to Craig. He's a good one. Yeah. He's interesting. Um, did you have any other ones before we go? We go to the next thing. I don't know. Oh, that on. was that you leaned off all of mine. Uh, sixty-four. BTV what? does Vegas. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a fun trip. That was a fun trip. Yeah. Had a good time. The I was just was talking so about that with Nick last night. He was like, "So you, I saw that you guys went to see John Carpenter and Perturbator," oh. and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "That was is different." He was like, how was it? I was like, well, we had to sit down. He was like, that doesn't make sense. That was weird. <laughs> uh, it, it is a little weird, for, especially for per Perturbator. For Perturbator, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it was awesome. This is a, that episode's fun, too. Like, we break down um, Zach Baggins' fucking haunted museum or whatever. Right, yeah. Which was a cool experience. And then we talk about the John Carpenter experience with the Perturbator. Like, I think we did that on the second part, yeah. Yeah, and um, it was just a really fucking cool trip. And a really cool episode. Well, and Zach Baggins himself actually he, shared the like, episode on. He retweeted us and shit. Yeah, he retweeted cool. us on his own, and we kind of talked. Sh Britney talked kind of shit it was on me. it. <laughs> it was uh, all me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> all me. Yeah, and I was like, "See, you never know who's listening, Britney." Never. I was like, "I wasn't that mean." You know, <laughs> like, we're fine. not going to be dishonest, no. uh, but. 
she it was funny because like he retweeted it on his personal and he retweeted it on the haunted museum mm-hmm. so we got like a shit ton of listeners from that some people who still come to our to my streams my video game yeah. streams actually i thought that weird. i honestly thought that like some of his like big like the girls that are like obsessed with him or whatever were right gonna, like fucking attack me because i was kind of mean no they were really <laughs> cool him, they were really cool like everybody was really like really chill and supportive and you know what i think it is is because i think everybody that's watched the show has that moment through the hate him? Where you went through? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hate him. Yeah. And then they're like, I just can't hate him. Yeah, they're like, I get it. No, yeah, I still I don't like it. him. So <laughs> I still don't. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't. Now we cool do. museum, bro, but. <laughs> we do have some uh, my favorite grave plot I have episodes. one more. Oh, you do? But I'm it's sorry. just an honorable mention. Okay. So my one of my honorable mentions, it's a great episode, but mainly just because of the name, because we've been saying it ever since we did the episode. Okay. Which is, what in the Sam Neil? Oh, yeah. Great episode because it's one of my favorite movies ever, it is, ever, uh, yeah. ever, ever, ever made. Um, and Sam Neill actually wrote me on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I wrote him. I, I said, hey, you want to come on for an interview? So cool. And then he was like, no. said something else. And then I wrote him back and he never wrote me. <laughs> but that was still, oh, my God. Yeah. That was cool. The fucking name. Did, so what in Sam Neill? Literally, Neil? like, that is quote. We quote that early. I do. <laughs> all the time. Like, well, like any time I want, I want to say what in the hell or what in the damn hell or, like, right. what the shit or something. I'm like, what in the Sam Neill? Like, constantly. And so does Mouse. Mouse does it, too. Really? Yeah. That's funny. It's adorable. I love it so much. <laughs> but anyway, so I had to mention that as an honorable mention. No, episode. that's a good one. That's a definitely a good one. one. And it's like, it's one of those, it's like really, really good, but it doesn't have as many listens and it makes me sad because it's awesome. Well, what about our favorite grave plot episodes mm. that we did for this year? I'm going to be that horrible piece of shit and say uh, all of them because yeah, that well, shit is hard. Well, and those are, and talk about our babies for each of the episodes. Those ones are like, it's a struggle frenzy. Like a struggle snuggle. It's like, yeah, it's a struggle snuggle it's that you hard. love it because it's like your child, but you're being raped by it at the same time. It's awful. Like, it's, well, it's not, they're not awful. It's no, the it's experience just tough. is a little awful, but once you get the, like, I think like once you just let go, and just ride the creativity wave, like, then you, like, hang 10. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. I had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> so, so, <popular>. bro. <laughs> so, like, like, what's your favorite grave plots? <laughs> I named a couple, bro. Bro. Um, no, my f- my favorite one, though, that we've done is Ho-Ho Homicide. Yeah, no, that's Sorry, probably. episode 69. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And you know what's funny? I never even made that joke in there. I didn't either because I didn't realize it until later. <laughs> well, fuck. Well, I did. I knew it and didn't do it. And I guess you everybody was shit. expecting it. You, you know, piece of shit. So now we get to put it in. Yeah, 69, 69 bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ho-ho homicide, oh. guys, is a great episode. It is episode 69. Uh, and it was part one. Yeah, because Great Pots is part one. Yeah. So, oh, so good. That was one of our favorite ones. That's one that might be optioned for a movie. So, so if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please do it's and just, see what you think. It's, a, you know, it's, I know that it's hard for some people to follow along, but I feel like some of the people that are in the industry actually do like that kind of creative stuff. Yeah. Not everybody does. Christina's not a fan of, of Grave Plots, but she thinks it's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely does. It's a good She's creative exercise. I think so. I love it. I think it's different. Yeah. I don't uh, like I'm, doing it every week, but Yeah. It's tough. It's too much every yeah. week, but it's cool to do every once in a while and it, it is it, tough. It is yeah, it's really hard. So yeah. that's why I literally love all of them because that shit is fucking difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Ho Ho Homicide is my favorite. It's the best of all of them that I've listened to. Like just cohesively, it's the best one. 
I uh, not uh, to suck my, my own dick. No, on no, no, no. I agree. I, that was yours. one of my favorites. But uh, another one that I uh, wanted to come up with, or that I thought was a really fun one, was the slaughtery one with the my birthday brain bash. Yeah, that was the one where we had Nick. Uh, Nick. Uh, What's his name? Who's the old guys that we used in that? We had all the action stars in there. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. <laughs> yes, goddamn Nick Nolte here. Uh, <laughs> that's like a story that goes back with me and me and Mike Saga because yeah. I was sick and my voice was fucked up and I was hanging out with him and I was like, goddamn it, it's Nick Nolte, <laughs> and I sounded exactly like him. He was like, holy shit, dude! Like this that sounds weird. exactly like him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nick Nolte's in it. We had um, there was Did you do Danny De- not Danny DeVito. No, it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. fucking Sylvester Stallone, yeah. Betty White, <laughs> Betty White, fucking uh, who's the guy that I was always like saying that he's like eating socks and shit. <laughs> fucking like Gary Gary, Gary Busey. Old, Gary Busey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that shit was fucking off the chain. Like it was fucking. Oh shit! Yeah, that episode's fucking. That great pots is really. Funny. Dude, I was crying, laughing, listening to re-listening to it again. That's I was like, man, funny. that's a really funny one. Yeah, that's a good one. What about you? Do you have any other ones? Or? I did. I did. Mr. Meat Pants. Yes, me too. The one with Don Thacker. Yeah. Holy balls! <laughs> like your guys's like creative process on that episode is ridiculous. Right. Like listening to you try and formulate this plot is well just because fucking... it's kind of a touchy subject, right? You, yeah, you get the like because you, we yeah. weren't trying to make it racist. It was all no. about classism. You guys, and this was after Get Out was released. Like, right. Right. After yeah. That. So you're trying to like very not... inspirational. Yeah, it was super inspirational, and you guys are trying to not like ride that wave too heavily right so you're but you're trying to be creative and shit at the same time but also not be racist because you're a bunch of average white dudes so it was it was i don't know about average (laughs) well don says it and he's like i'm just your average built like is 12 inches average britney wow i'm just kidding (laughs) um but i think that's what he says i'm sorry guys that has nothing to do with i think he said average build like blonde blue haired like white dude or whatever and he's like so he approached it really well he did he was very well like versed in what he was saying so no i had fun that that episode that great pots is really good you know one of the reasons i also like that episode and that that story is essentially about a guy from the projects who has a family and he's a tailor and he uh becomes part of the elite class was it like fat people make good purses or something? Yeah, I don't remember what we said there, but like <laughs> it was so stupid. But like he like gets <laughs> hired by this elitist class, and it's not a racial thing. It's just like if you have money, and this guy works for these elite class that are like rich, 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 rich people that want like products made out of human flesh. Yeah, and so that's what Mister Meat Pants was. Part of the reason I like that episode in particular is because that was the first one that we did with like someone who works in the industry. Yeah. And I essentially what I want to do, guys, is that I want Grave Plots to be where we invite guests on in the industry who are writers, directors, producers who have these ideas. And we come up with a fucking movie on the spot. So we're going to make it even together. more nerve wracking than it already is. Yeah. But you know what? That's <laughs> like this is the bread and butter of the fucking industry. You know what I mean? This is where it all stems from is a conversation. And that's what I love about Grave Plots. So yeah, that's it's seriously every 
great. You never know, man. Some of this shit, you know, I know we throw it out there and we kind of have, what do you call it, Uh, uh, intellectual rights to it. It's intellectual property. Intellectual property. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I, it, it's still like, you know, it's interesting to me because I just love, I love that. Yeah. Like I'm a, I love to be creative. Yeah. We it's have scary. Rights to that shit. We will come after you if you try and steal it. <laughs> well, there's ways around it, but no, you know, not. but we'll always know who we it was. Kill. We have lawyers. And we will talk about it on we our podcast. Believe me. Murder. Um. With a lawyer. Uh, one of the other ones that I really loved is episode 26. It was Killer Cat Party. <laughs> And this is the wedding night episode. This is one of my favorite grave plots ever. I haven't listened to that one. This is okay. Oh, so I need to listen. Okay, I'll tell to you me. the story about it, and then we're gonna get into our top favorite TV shows, and then we'll get into our movies. Movies. Yeah. Please tell me this one because I haven't. I haven't listened to this one. So this one is a. It's called Wedding Night, and a, traditionally, when you picture this, maybe if you're a heterosexual individual, you know what I mean. You might just think like man and woman wedding night, right? Right. Wrong. With, with some sort of <laughs> horror element. Well, me and Patrick decided to go like a little bit different. We were like, what if it's like gay couple? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, so we decided that we wanted to make it two gay guys who get married. Uh, because at the time when we were doing this, this was when it was possible that there might not be, you know, they were trying to strip away like gay marriage and shit like that. So I think that was part of the reason why. But we we came up with a story where these two guys who are getting married, they invite all their family and friends, and clearly they have some people who are just not against, they're against it in some way, some fashion, some flippant sort of uh, uh, passive-aggressive way, you know what I mean? That like, They'll still go because it's family, mm-hmm. but they don't support it like kind of thing. Right, like there's the uncle who's just a mouthy guy, uh, David Koshner is who we thought would play the part. And then I also wanted to have the two gay guys would be um, the uh, detective from Hannibal, uh, who is in The Path also. Yeah. I really, if I could make that movie, he would be in it because I think that he could do a really creepy, fun uh, character because this is a comedy, guys. But essentially what happens is these two guys get married. They go to a, a, a reception afterwards and start killing people who didn't believe in them. In fact, they invited most of the people who didn't want them to get married and they start killing them. And the way that it turns out and like all the like attacks and like killing and everything like that is in the the setup when the when the fucking shit hits the fan is so great. And Patrick picked the perfect song for it. He wanted to do safety dance. Yeah. So like we got the old cranky ass grandma who doesn't believe in gay marriage and she's just like mouthing off while they're doing a toast. And uh, one of the guys, one of the grooms, uh, groomsmen is like, goes over and kicks her in the chest, knocks her off her chair. And the other groomsman is behind the DJ both cutting the dude's neck and puts on safety dance while the other other groomsman who kicked the old woman is firing a gun off in the air. They've all, before they, once they, everybody got in, they all locked all the doors and chained them up so nobody could get out. So everybody's trying to escape, but they can't. Nice. So it's just like this like kill party. And I think that if it was done properly and, you know, you had the right actors, it wouldn't be that expensive of a movie. No. And you could do it so fun. It would just be a kind of a mayhem comedy movie. I'm into it. So, but anyway, (laughs) I got to write the screenplay for that one because there is somebody that told me to write up the screenplay for it and send it their way. It's fucking tits. I would love to do it. He was like, oh, I love that. He's like, that's a really good. He's like, put that together. I'll either try to help you put it together or give you some tips or maybe we can make it. And I was like, okay. That's a cool (laughs) idea. So, 
Anyway, that is the last one of our grave plots. If you guys haven't checked those out, that is episode 26, Killer Cat Party, which has Wedding <laughs> Night. Episode 34, Alex B-Day Brain Bash Slottery. Uh, episode 69 with Ho-Ho Homicide, which is recent. And then episode 40, which is part two, Mr. Meat Pants with Don Thacker. Mr. Meat Pants. <laughs> so, so if you guys want to check that out. <laughs> Now, do you have any favorite TV shows that you've been watching this year? Fucking like a million. Okay. Any of them that you think that uh, deserve a a spotlight in some regard? Whether I have so many. Like, I'm not as picky with TV shows as I am with movies. Me too. But TV shows, I have so many this year. And I'm pretty sure all of these came out this year. For this season, for this year. Yeah, well, either either totally this year they're new or like dominant yeah. like main, it's gotta be yeah. the dominant season uh so i'm gonna say it's it's a hard toss-up i can't really choose a you don't have to pick them in order but i'm just... not going to american gods okay good one okay um holy fucking balls Interesting. first of all ian mcshane i'm obsessed with him so i loved deadwood and his cameo in American Horror Story is my favorite cameo character appearance of all characters in all seasons of that show. Okay. Um, but, like, I honestly, Ian McShane can do no wrong for me. Um, I would consider so, that horror because it's it violent as shit. It's violent as fuck. It's, like, it's super violent. Yeah, it's it's a little bit on the fantasy It's more fantasy horror, but it's still style. horror. And there's, yeah. there's a lot of movies that we've talked about that I don't really consider horror, but they, like, kind of bridge into that. But this show is so much more violent than some of the movies that we've watched. Right. So I count it. But and then this one isn't necessarily this one. You're going to you want to go. Do you want to say one? before? I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. Because I'm curious if it's going to be the same. Um, I have um, I mean, for me personally, this season of Ghost Adventures to me was amazing. <laughs> and I'm sure that's not going to be on your list because no, you don't watch it. I don't. But this is the first <laughs> season that we like actually bought ahead of time. And it has been really good. That's good. And uh, it, there's been a lot of demonic possessions, which is my favorite thing. Um, uh, they had like two or three in there. Yeah. So I was really into that. I really like the Ghost Adventures. And I don't even think it's over. I don't even think the season's over yet. So, But it's been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Mindhunter. Yes. That is one of mine. I yes. can't. Like and it's again not necess- it's not, it's not for everybody. It's not horror either. Like the only reason it's that it would crime. be considered horror is because it's true crime and it has to deal with actual serial killers. Fucking real life monsters. That's fucking right. horror. To me it is, but statistic like people will argue that. Sure. So and that's fine, but I don't give a fuck because that show is fucking incredible. <laughs> if you don't watch it, you suck. Another one that I think of, and and a lot of people don't agree with me on. Some people don't like Mindhunter too, by the way. I, Stupid. I like it though. Show's great. Um, Ash versus Evil season two was amazing to me. I it's, loved. I it. liked it better than the first. Right. So Ash versus Evil Dead, and it carried from October into this year. But I'd say the lion's share of it is in it's this, this year. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know. Like I feel like it's this season. So I still think it's Ash versus evil dead you know what i mean like um this is more comedy horror but santa clarita diet really fucking love it i couldn't get into it shut the fuck up alex go i couldn't it's too (laughs) did you finish it no i couldn't i couldn't sit through like i think i did maybe i don't know i got i love what's his name timothy oliphant is that his name oliphant or oliphant Yeah. Oliphant. Whatever. And I love Drew Barrymore, even though she talks out the side of her mouth and everybody mm. makes fun of me for loving her. I fucking love her. I don't care what I, I, anyone no, says. No, no, no. You're, you're entitled to whatever wrong decision you make. Don't care. <laughs> 
She's good. She's a good actress. She's adorable. Everybody was all up on its dick, and they were it like excited about hilarious. it. It's funny, but it was like network funny. Go back and I watch didn't the like rest the of it. Network it gets it. better. It's maybe finish it. Maybe finish it. Another show that I just watched is Dark. I was going to talk about that. It's on mine too. I'm that so confused. <laughs> that got me and Christina into some fucking arguments. Dude. I'm so confused, but like I, we binged that in one day. Oh well, no wonder, dude. Like, you gotta fucking sit back and take a break from that one. Like, a little well, bit. we finished the last two episodes a day after. I should say we almost binged the entire thing in one day, but we finished the last two episodes the next day. We did it in three days. Yeah, like we. So we basically took like a full. What is it? It's ten. How many episodes is it? It's, it's like ten episodes for yeah, an hour. I think so. So yeah. we basically spent twelve hours in total. It was really like, good though. That show. Um, but holy fucking shit is that show right First it's kind of, all, of more of a sci-fi thriller german yeah just german yeah, it is german so german i love the german language so for me i'm just like everyone everything they say sounds angry. dude the actors in it are so the good, actors man. are fucking phenomenal and they got everybody to look like the fucking older and younger self of themselves so like good. they did the like that is probably one of the best jobs i've seen anybody try to match to, yeah. to match actors for their age and look and everything and then still have them be good actors it's fucking like incredible. either they lucked out or they just knew what the fuck they were doing yeah it's it is absolutely like it and i can understand how this is hard for a lot of people like that don't don't like it because it is really fucking confusing it is a little confusing it gets but i i got i figured too, it out like, i mean i was like making guesses ahead of time I'm still and christina confused. was getting so pissed at me yeah Mouse, she was like why are you doing that i'm like he's kissing his aunt yeah no you know, i, I like, kind of was catching on to the game of thrones right shit yeah too, so i was like god damn it right and like you know, half the time i'm like what the fuck like i was guessing Christina Shit. was getting pissed. And I was like, getting we literally, r- I was right. Dude, every me time. and Christina were getting into arguments because I was oh, like, because I, I was figuring it out, I think, a little bit ahead of her. And she was like, stop ruining it. Yeah, Mouse and I were Like, we got into it. arguments about it. And I was like, damn, man. Yeah. Like, this movie's got each other at each other's throats. Like, what the fuck is it's going so on? Good. So, I don't it know. If you so guys pretty. haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. We both do, obviously. So One that I liked that you didn't. What? Stranger Things season two. I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was worse than the first season. Disagree. Loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. It's Took okay. a while to get into it, but it it was a little bit slower, but I loved it. I just felt because of the character dynamics were a lot stronger. Everybody, and the relationships were stronger see, I this don't season, know. so I liked it. And they were able to take a little more... It felt like they took more time to build relationships with characters you didn't get to build relationships with as much in the first season. Take a little bit. So, yeah, take a up. little bit of my heart. In here. I loved it. I liked uh, it a lot. Guys, I know that everybody loves Stranger <laughs> Things and you're going to fucking hate me for not loving it. Absolutely. When I saw the first season, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was amazing. Like everybody was like coming in their mouth about. I thought it was good. I thought it was a decent, like nostalgic fucking romp that I loved, and it had every element of my childhood in it that I fucking adored. Yeah. And all of the kids and everything together was really strong, and it was a good story, even if it was a little flawed, and some of the some of the parts were a little disjointed. But the second part, to me, felt like a lot of it was disjointed, and all the charisma and all the the stuff was fragmented. Fragmented, which 
technically was what it it's it's definitely understandable it is a, a evolutionary step in the story that they're telling i think that they're spreading it out further because they know that they have three more seasons or two more seasons to do and if it does well and i think that's part of the reason why i didn't like the second season because it was like too much of a setup mm-hmm. for the next one kind of thing they, it's, it's, they didn't cheese dick it and not give us enough there was one it just felt so like everything i loved about the first one was now gone and fragmented I get that. and it made sense i'm not di- i'm not discrediting it saying it's bad or anything i just for that reason alone i missed that flavor yeah they had one full one full episode that was a complete throwaway episode that pissed me the fuck off right in, se- in the second season which was a total setup for the third so i can see what you're saying of why you yeah. got frustrated it's because they're spreading it out man they, but that they, shit made me mad um but, it's like they got a lot of stuff in there and it's it's interesting enough to keep you as a season but i still think that they you know it's like they stretched good. it you could tell that they for me it felt like they were it was too disjointed yeah But now, guys, the moment that you've probably been dragging your fucking mind through the dirt, listening to our inane bullshit for, and uh, this is going to be our top five movies. Five-ish. And then we're going to talk about our runner-ups for it and what we liked about it. We're going to play a little jingle right now, and then we'll come right back to do our top five. Alright guys, we're back and we're going to do our top five horror movies of 2017. Some of these might be controversial. I want you guys to know that Brittany and I have kept our top five from each other this entire time. In fact, our top episodes and everything because we wanted to keep it as original and unbiased as we possibly could. Just remember guys, we can't watch every single horror movie. We could try. But we got a lot of stuff that we got to do, and we got to make shows and all this other stuff. Now, these are our personal picks of the movies that we saw that we enjoyed and that we wanted and enjoyed, whatever you want to call it. So do you want to kick us off with one of your... And these are in no particular order, guys, but I kind of have one that I lean towards, and I'll explain that one. I'm pretty sure you and I have one of... Them is for sure okay. on my list. And we'll I'm start off sure with one of the ones two, that you don't lean words. on, and we'll just kind of move on to okay. the to the um, last one. So I will. I'm going to start with one, um, actually, which was like super indie independent film that not a lot of people have heard of about at all. Okay, Buzzard Hollow Beef. Never heard of it. Yeah, which I was kind of hoping I'd get one that you haven't heard of. Right. So the premise and idea behind this movie, um, it was, well, specifically, I'll tell you, it was released in September of 2017, so it's a little bit later in the year Okay. that this came out. It is about a psychedelic, it's a psychedelic horror that follows a family who, after experiencing vivid hallucinations, believe they have been poisoned by cannibalistic hillbillies. Pretty amazing premise. Right. Completely agreed. And it's basically follows this like single mom. <laughs> and I like I read that and I was like, what? Like, I need to watch this. So it's a single mom that goes to visit her family at Thanksgiving, which I really wish I would have known about this because we would have done it for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Well, we're cool. getting better about doing newer, newer so, stuff. Maybe next year. Yeah. 
Eh, we got if plenty of time. there's not something else for Thanksgiving next year that's good to do, like maybe we could do this because that would be cool. Right. But anyway, so the single mom goes with her friend to go visit her family that lives in this like small town. That's one of the big things there is there's a diner and then a butcher shop that's all family owned which pretty much this like huge this family all immigrated there from somewhere and over like five to ten years all of the family except for like four people fucking died and it was like a big donner party thing where like they like ate each other and survived it wasn't them but it was like that kind of idea where this family like they did what they could to survive this really harsh time and so of course they had to eat each other's each butts each other and, shit. and stuff and that's they don't necessarily say this but it alludes to it <laughs> okay. so that's what makes them think that maybe well you don't want to like, tell the whole story I'm not, yeah i don't yeah. want to but i will say like what did is, you like about it like in particular what it what just generally for it being super independent indie film like that has basically like no budget to it like whatsoever they did a fucking fantastic job like acting this, was really the good acting I guess. is pretty strong like it's very realistic family feel like actual like your family that you'd be hanging out with right um the gore and, and stuff is kind of meh but it's not awful um but it yeah i mean it's it's funny and like the drug hallucination scenes are fucking fantastic the camera works really cool okay so it's it's worth checking out for sure it might not be your favorite movie but I found it and watched it and liked it more than I thought. And I was like, this will be a good one to toss in there that I don't think a lot of people know about. Right. It's a cool one that came out this year. So cool, man. I know one of mine that I'm going to say was yours because we talked, we did talk about it. But I okay. think it was a runner up for you. So one of the other ones that I chose was Prevenge. Okay. Um, which is essentially about a widow named Ruth. Who's seven months pregnant when believing herself to be guided by her unborn baby, she embarks on a homicidal rampage, dispatching anyone who stands in her way. So this is like a super British dark comedy horror. And it's it's cool idea. It's, it's cheeky. It's very cheeky. Uh, very it, very yeah, silly. Dark, but cheeky. It was fucking funny, which I appreciated about it. But right. it's and it's not the most original idea, of course, of like kill, you know, your fetus telling you to kill people or some other person or object telling right. you to kill people or whatever. But how they did it was really cool. And like the idea of why she's doing what she's doing to try and find this like closure. It's pretty unique. It's unique. And it was it's it's a cool flick. The last the final um, like probably like 20 minutes ish are the best to me. Of the entire movie, but yeah, it gets real real fast and just like kind of fucking punches. Yeah, you in the dude, dick. like you're, and she's a good actor. She's she really good. She's a really really good actor. So I I enjoyed it a lot. And it felt very natural. Yeah, and when she was actually like, she could do crazy she wrote and it. sweet. The girl who yeah, acted, yep. she wrote it. Yep. And she was actually super fucking pregnant when she filmed it. She so, really did it. That was the controversial yeah. thing, too. And Mouse was like, was she actually pregnant when she filmed this? Or is that just the greatest fucking yeah. belly prosthetic I've ever seen in my life? And I'm like, no, she was actually pregnant yeah. when she filmed it. And it, it's pretty fucking phenomenal. Like, it's a really cool story. So, I mean... I don't know. People, a lot of people don't get or like British humor, but it was fucking funny. So I enjoyed it. And I'm one of those people that doesn't usually like a lot of British humor, but <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. What a bitch. No, I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What a cunt. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I have on here? Uh, Creep 2. Ah, yeah, I like that. Creep 2. Fantastic. Um, if obviously you guys may or may not have seen Creep, yeah. the original, um, you don't necessarily have to see Creep to understand creep too pretty much because mouse hadn't seen it and i was like you don't really need to it kind of ties in in the beginning sort of um but basically it's about a video artist looking for work 
drives to a remote house in the forest to meet a man claiming to be a serial killer. But after agreeing to spend the day with him, she soon realizes that she made a deadly mistake. One of the things I like so much about this is this is totally How the midlife it. crisis of a fucking serial killer. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's fan-fucking-tastic. And it's so cool from start to finish. And I, I like found footage-style movies. And this is along the lines of a found footage-type style film. Yeah, well, it's... Or yeah. self-shot or whatever. POV. Like, point of view. Is that I like just, a porn terminology? Right yes. <laughs> It is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. The commentary back and forth between them and their relationship is, yeah, they is really very, good together. very, yeah. very, very, you feel it and you believe it. The fact that she's leaning into his crazy makes him uh, makes him unhinged. Yeah, it drives him even more nuts. Yeah, like he doesn't even know what to do. And now, yeah. It was really cool. I, I enjoyed it. It's one of the movies I, I, I uh, did during my... You know, one of the days that I watched like six movies in a row, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta watch all these because I haven't seen them all. It's fucking rad. I don't know. I really yeah. liked it. Um, it's a good movie. It, it is a good movie, and I liked it better than Creep. Honestly, I thought it was. I thought it. Was I thought better. it was more original. Way I more original. I, I, like I thought that the, the concept that they did with it went further. Yeah. And I'm only speaking about this because it's not in my top five, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't but know, I do I just, like it. That's how much I appreciate horror films. The production value was better. In it was this cool, one. man. The story was more original. It was way more unique. Um, but it it was more involved. Yeah, you had a better connection to the characters. Yeah. So and then seeing that guy be like serious killer is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that actor is interesting. My next one. And then the last one's going to be your one that you lean on the most. The one that's my favorite. Okay. Of this year, yeah. Well, I will say that my number. I the last one I name is my favorite. Okay. This year, but sure. This one is called the Transfiguration, and I. Oh, the vampire! Oh one. my fucking! God. I didn't get to see that. It's fucking phenomenal. I couldn't. I, yet I didn't get to see it. So it's when a troubled teen named Milo, um, who happens to have a fascination with vampire lore, meets an equally alienated girl named Sophie, which they're from like the projects in like the Bronx, New York, right. or wherever, Brooklyn or wherever the fuck they live. And it's just like basically what happens is they form this bond that begins to blur Milo's fantasy and reality together. So he's this like young kid. He's probably like 14 or 15 years old. And he is obsessed with fucking vampires like he has like he, and he actually kills people. And drinks their blood. And, like, the interesting thing about it is following and watching him and how he hunts people. He has these journals that he's, like, written his own kind of, like, vampire lore about himself and, like, taken bits and pieces from all these different movies and and things like that and, and books and research he's done and made his own idea of what a vampire is and right. what he is they make fun of twilight it's like a, a coming lot. of age thing for a vampire in the projects yeah it's fucking cool and yeah because he's an african male he is he's african a young american male, male yeah. and he is brutally fucking harassed by gang members and like kids and bullied and it's it's fucking crazy but it was it's really cool and he lives with his brother who i really is, that was on my list to watch oh uh, but i didn't have enough time yeah you, you need to it was like 10 movies in two days and i was like jesus christ yeah this is one guys that i like i really really fucking recommend it's a good thinker movie like but it i mean you don't have to really think when you watch it i don't know but it tugs at your heart a little bit too and it's really really good and okay. it's it's so now okay and current and the craziest thing about it to me was how he can get away with killing these people because that's just how it is in fucking the projects in New York. 
people die in weird fucking ways all the time and it's not fucking investigated and it doesn't matter it's just a way of life it's a way of life it's a way of life and it's just it just shit happens you know and it's fucking bizarre and so the following him throughout this entire story is just really really cool okay um very well done it's very well shot it's okay. not super that's on my list so and it's just it's beautiful yeah i just so. didn't get a chance to see it you know sometimes we get wrapped up in oh, all this for sure. so. there's like a hundred that i want to see that i haven't so right um but i definitely recommend checking it out anyways transfiguration the transfiguration yes. and it is on the netflix so is Buzzard Hollow Beef, I think is on Netflix. Okay. Something like that. I'll be checking um, those both out. Prevenge was on Shudder. Yeah. Um, and Creep 2 is, a, is Netflix. Yeah. So I already know one of yours, and I'm going to agree with it, so I'm not going to say it, because it's also one of my you big, can, big but ones. See, but I, no, I'm done. I'm on my last one. Okay. But this you, was my so, favorite. So, so first of all, let me preface this before she says this. <laughs> she told me she didn't want to pick any of the popular ones that anybody would have picked. Trying so, not tr- to. She was trying not to. And some of them that she didn't even actually see, some of the big ones. But go ahead. But my favorite movie of 2017, hands down, was Gerald's Game. Really? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. It is definitely... I'm not trying to be uh, like sexist by any means, but I really feel like it... I connected with it. Oh, that's and not I can what imagine it's about for fe- me at all. But there's a lot but, of... Yeah. There is a very feminine tone to it. Oh, for sure. And it's... Yeah, I watched that. I, I, I thought it was good. just... First of all, this was like the year of Stephen King. Like, Apparently, re- yeah. Like, imagined Stephen King or whatever. Right. Like, and this book is great. But I haven't felt so, like, naturally fucking creeped out by a movie in a long time. The conversations literally out loud. That, the mental conversation the f- you have with yourself. Yeah. I can't I don't talk about it. I for anybody. Because it, it will totally kill it. Yeah, this is where people listen to get ideas to watch movies. So fuck you guys. I ha- Like, I haven't been that unsettled by a movie in a long time. Yeah. And it's not anything that's, like, over the top fucking, like, gross or scary. Oof. Well, or- there was a gross part in it. But it was just cool and super fucking real. I had to turn away. Really? During one part. I, and you know the part I'm talking about. Do I? Oh, my God, I didn't. I was, like, fucking glued to my TV. I watched <gasps> afterwards, but the initial part of it, I had to, like... Oh, Mouse was like, oh! Like, he's like, yeah. oh! He's like, all right, I'm covered in goosebumps. This is fucking weird. Right. This is fucking weird. And I'm like, Ew. <laughs> like the whole time I'm like oh no no so, no 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 no. so anyway. tell me more about why you why you like this one the con- the entire idea and concept of this movie is so completely realistic to me that's what blows my mind the most I think and it is definitely about it's a survival horror movie pretty much they she's do on a, her own yeah. it's a realistic survivor film a survival film of how she's gonna get out of this fucking terrible situation right like, in her own mind which is amazing if you guys don't know the general idea behind this is this couple older couple wants to spice up their fucking relationship that's falling right? apart totally falling apart and neither one wants to admit it they decide to go to their like fucking forest rural house or whatever in the woods somewhere and they want, she allows him to do this like Gerald's game kind of experience. So he wants to do this like kinky game with her. So he chains her up to the bed and has a heart attack and dies. And then she's and stuck. she's stuck there. Yeah. And it's following her survival of how she gets out or doesn't get out of that situation and what happens to her in that time frame. And there's a lot of setup in the beginning and which you have to I pay attention to that kind of shit because I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Like, yeah, that, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, man, these are the little uh, breadcrumbs that they're leaving here and there or whatever. And, or um, foreshadowing. It's a lot of foreshadowing that goes sure. on in the beginning. And I don't know. I just, to me, it's 
it's just one of my favorite movies. But I fa- I do feel like it is a very feminine uh, movie, oh, for sure. and I think, uh, and not to say that men can't enjoy it because I clearly did. Mouse loved it. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought that how they dealt with how your mind thinks out loud was really intelligent and, and uh, handling the, fa- the fa- your fatigue yeah and how your mind just generally plays fucking crazy well and i haven't read his short story or whatever the the original Gerald was from yeah, yeah i don't remember i didn't read that so i can't really base it off anything other than that but yeah i think it's it, fucking crazy and it takes this ridiculous like back road turn in the middle of it and it's like how she works through all these different demons inside of her to get out of the situation. It's fucking phenomenal. It's a really fucking fantastic film, so just watch it. Okay. But like I said, I haven't felt that unnerved or unsettled by a movie in a long time. So you really There's liked a it. a lot huh? of parts where I was like, Ugh. All right. <laughs> I watched I it. It was one much. of the ten <laughs> movies I watched uh, over this vacation to try to catch up on ones that I, for whatever reason, in the back of my head, just didn't give a chance. Yeah. Like I watched the dark song. I watched like all these different ones and I have quite a few runner ups guys. And I'll tell those after I tell you, um, which ones are mine. Um, first of all, let me just start off with one of the ones that might be a little bit controversial as to whether or not it is a horror movie, but the amount of tension and, uh, suspense and anxiety I got from this movie and the lasting, um, the lasting thoughts that I had after the movie was over and the message that it gave, uh, which a lot, it, it kind of polarized people in a lot of ways because some people who are not religious hated it. Um, some people who are religious got pissed off about it. Um, it's just one of those movies, but I still think that this movie is a really good movie and it is not a go out in the theater and see it like you got to see it. It's just a movie that you got to see. I personally think very much like any of his other films. And that's mm-hmm. Darren Aronofsky's mother. Yeah. With exclamation point. Now, I thought about this long and hard because I was like, do I add this into the horror? Yes. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, but I'll tell you what, that movie made me think like days after I watched it. And I'm sorry, but when I watch a movie that does that to me and I ponder what each piece of the movie was about, like that you could put on a cutting board. And yes, philosophically, it could be kind of simple to some people and it may be very apparent to some and it may be completely mind boggling to others. But that's what I like about it mm-hmm. is that there's so much thought in it. And he wrote it over this like a period of time that was like he just couldn't stop writing it. Yeah. And at some point it became uh, I'm a huge um, I don't know how to explain it. I really get into creationism. Right. In the sense of like, not that I feel like I'm a God, but in the sense that I am doing, if you want to call it God's work, whether you believe or do not believe in God or a higher power of some sort. But this movie kind of fed into the creationism that I think about. Not about God necessarily, just just in general about creating something from nothing right. in life. And Mother was one of those movies <coughs> that from beginning to end, it just, it captured me. Yeah. And I really liked well, I it. I heard it's basically a visual panic attack. Yes, that's what finish. I called it. That's <laughs> yeah. what I called it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it literally, this is what a, vi- like a panic attack looks like. Yeah, for people who never had one. Right. It, it, exactly and it and it has Stephen McHattie is in it, uh, which I fucking love him from Pontypool. That's one of my favorite movies. And J-Law. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But she, a lot of people got pissed at her about this movie. Don't care. But she's also <laughs> dating Darren Aronofsky, so go figure. I fucking love Jennifer Lawrence. Um, Another movie that I want to bring up. I have to mention this. This is a bigger movie, obviously. Um, it is It. 
Yeah. It was a... Uh, I was hoping for the best and got more than I expected, I think. Agreed. Um, there is a lot of people out there that, that really think it's garbage. And I feel like 80% of those people that say that are typically people who just could not let go of the original It mm-hmm. uh, miniseries, which was flawed kind of garbage it wasn't yeah. garbage it just is flawed right. in a lot of ways there's elements in it that are really amazing oh yeah i love it but it's it's not you not comparable i always felt like the story was always about the kids agreed more than the clown yes and i think some people might have been turned off by some of the elements of his acting it's not that he did a bad acting job i just think that i think that the movie as a whole i mean yeah there's a lot of cussing in it and i'm sure that upsets a lot of people but honestly like that's how i think of my childhood when i was growing up yeah i talked like that yeah we cussed like we all did yeah because we weren't around our parents. Exactly. and that's how you did it it was fuck this fuck that shit pussy bitch all the time (laughs) All fucking Jesus. day long, whether it made sense or not in conversation, it didn't matter. But yeah, I, I really liked it. It's visually stimulating. The characters, the kids was what I was most concerned about in the whole fucking thing. And that to me is was very important. Uh, it took me a little while to get used to the kids. So fair point there. I've mentioned that in the review that we talked about. But sooner or later, it became, you know, really cool. There is some flaws in the movie. I, I think I gave it like an 8.5. Mm-hmm. But still, out of out of the brood of all the different movies that are bigger, you know, I wanted to include a little bit of both uh, in this one or in our top five. Um, but I thought it was a really good movie. And I am anxious to get it. I'm anxious to watch it again uh, because I do like it. I think it's creepy and weird. Oh, I loved it. It's not necessarily like scary um i wasn't expected to be completely scared by it because it's silly in a way the concept is silly like and and you're never gonna remake that nostalgia you got when you watch the miniseries when you were six or ten or whatever the fuck age you were yeah so anyway enough of my bullshit next movie that i want to talk about is probably get out get out i think is one of the more creative uh, kind of a glance at a M. Night Shyamalan movie, but with better writing uh, and a way better socio-political uh, conversation. Yeah. It is probably one of the more prevalent conversations that we should be having. Uh, I know that it triggered a lot of like white supremacists and fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I like I really don't care. Like um I thought it was well done. It was a perfect balance between um it's just a, it's a, it's a really interesting story. It's some of it is kind of new and some of it isn't. Like a lot of people compare it to the Skeleton Key mm. uh story and movie, which I totally understand and get. But in the same respect, it's his first movie and nobody was expecting this. Fuck no. Nobody all, was. It's a comedian. Dude, Key and Peel, I can't with them. I fucking right. love them so much first of all but it always blows my mind every time i every time he gets a chance to talk about things that he's he loves so well and he's spoken. passionate about he always mentions how much he loves fucking horror right always never fails to mention that on and their he show. really truly and is he do- yeah and he loves it and, I, and that was crazy to me but i remember when i first saw that he was behind it and i'm like what this is his little slice of uh 
He really made it. He it's a it's a historical movie in my opinion. Fuck yeah, this is like literally everybody you ask about what their favorite movie of this year horror movie. Nobody or can whatever, dance around that subject as, says, as good as out. he did. Everybody says it. Every nobody could have danced around that subject matter as much as he did, and still done it tastefully, and not made it entirely about that necessarily. Yeah. It wasn't entirely about that. No, like, that's where he did it right. He He's, he was showing his fears and thoughts that he came up with and put it into perspective and I thought it was really well done. Like, I enjoyed it from start to finish. And every time I watch the motherfucking movie, I go, God damn, that is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's entertaining. It's scary. It's creepy. It's trippy. It's weird. It's uh, thriller-esque. And it, it, it kind of leans towards thriller. I'm sure it's going to win awards all over the fucking place. Oh, yeah. But yeah, if you haven't seen Get Out, I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. I think it's definitely uh, one of the top five, and I would be remiss from myself to not include it into the top five. On another note, one of the other top movies that I had a really hard time deciding what would be my number one movie that I kept coming back to, but this movie, man, I've seen some polarizing um, views on this movie, and it's one that you haven't seen. And it's Devil's Candy. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. This movie is so atmospheric. It is creepy. It is trippy. It is like, aside from like Evan's fucking wig that he wears, the main star, that which is pretty bad, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's, I think this movie is pretty phenomenal. I'm watching it when I go home. It's not perfect, but I really, man, this is like a nine for me. Like, it is so good. Like... You were if you like art and you like occultism and you like I know it's dark trippy dude it's it's gonna be your movie dude it's gonna be your number one movie Probably. it might even be Gerald's game probably I'm telling you dude I know I know so you're Everybody, gonna have to come back and tell me what you think when I, you come back on I literally like we should do it. I've seen some people that were like oh this movie sucked and I'm mostly like mostly everybody what? that I've seen reviews from didn't like it. That's so weird. And a to lot me. of our friends that are like super into horror didn't like it. So I thought it's like, some of the best acting that the lead actor had ever done. Yeah. And this is a guy that came from Empire Fucking Records. Can't hardly wait. He did on a mountain pass on a side road for fucking Masters of Horror. It was uh, the Don, uh, the guy that did Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did his little story, and he was in it. Which he's creepy as fuck in that movie. By the way, he's like fucking angry, violent man. Um, I thought this was his best performance he's ever done. Yeah, I I think it just fell off of my radar because so many of our friends that love horror movies don't like it. Really? And I was like, what the shit? I thought it was great, Because the idea is cool, the name is cool, like, and I know the premise behind it, and I'm like, that sounds interesting to me. I mean, like, I don't know, but... Watch it. No, I'm I, lo- I I loved I, it. I, I'm going to watch it when I go home because now I need to because everybody's been on my ass about it the last two days and I'm like, fuck you, I don't have time. And <laughs> then there is one last movie and this is the big one for me. One yeah, this is it's one of mine too. This is one of the movies that everybody always like gave me shit about and I fucking, I don't know, I got triggered. I got triggered by how many people were giving it shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I agree. I was like, I, I thought that they were being insanely too critical. Um, apparently, you know, it, this is my subject matter that I love to uh, watch movies about and you don't really get to see movies like this 
Like where it Very just... Very much it, ever. Yeah, you open been. the door and it's fucking bat shit after that. And then, you know, with the budget that they had was so good, man. I have to give it my number one favorite movie that I keep going back to, that I am an instant classic fan, that I will always rewatch this movie and I will always enjoy it, is The Void. Yep. Yeah, that movie in particular, and I know that some of you guys that listen don't like the movie, and it wasn't as perfect as you were, but compared to all these other movies that we've talked about over the year, I really think that this is perfect for me. It is what I wanted. I wanted Cthulhu. I wanted uh, Lovecraftian. I wanted darkness. I wanted some creepy fucking shit. I wanted decent acting and some decent fucking uh, practical effects, and I got it in this movie. It wasn't 100% everything that I ever wanted in my... If it was perfect, it would be my favorite movie of all time. Right. But this is the favorite movie of 2017, and I own it. I own patches, t-shirt. I have two t-shirts, patches. Like, I I love this movie, so... It's my second favorite movie of 2017. Really? Well, you didn't say it in your because I knew you were going to, so I let you. But have you should it. not have done that. But I did. So okay. Because I I knew for sure it was going to be your number one. Yeah. So I didn't want to talk about it. So well, I, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but it just it it's, just it's who I am. I yeah. like that shit. It's my second favorite because I always go back to it. Yeah. Every time I want to watch something that I like, that I know I like, and I need to put something on for whatever reason, I go back to that. I love that fucking movie. So I. I honestly like, and I still, I don't understand the people who have negative opinions on it either. It doesn't make any sense to me. I get it. I mean, it's just not their thing. I understand, but at the same time, I'm just like. I really think that people just wanted the the thing. I think they wanted. That's exactly what it is. And it's like, you're not going to get the thing with this kind of budget, guys. Precisely. Period. But it was so fucking good. I don't care. I loved it. I absolutely fucking loved it. But yeah, completely agree with you on that. That is my second favorite film that was released this year. Hands fucking down. Sorry. It's so good. So, but yeah, I know I shouldn't, like, but I felt like it. I was like, I knew it was going to be his number one, and you were like, so love that movie, so I was like, Alex can have it. Now, I have to give... Alex is having that movie. I have to. I have to give some of my favorite runner-ups, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to kind of run through them with a quick little brief thing about it, but these are movies that you guys are going to probably want to write down, because these are good movies. And it may be up your alley, but I really, I really enjoyed these. And like some of the ones that you mentioned, I really did like. Like I did like Gerald's Game. I just didn't resonate with me a hundred percent that I liked. But I, there is that is a memorable movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but these ones are the ones that I really, really enjoyed. The Belko Experiment, which was a uh, written by James Gunn and directed by the guy who did Wolf Creek. Uh, Mayhem, huh? Australian horror, right? It's off the fucking chain this year. Mayhem, which was essentially a Belko experiment ripoff, which in a lot of ways, guys, I think it might actually be better than than fucking Belko and experiment. It is just the camaraderie in it, the chick from the babysitters in it. Let's compare them. Yeah, Stephen Yoon. We're definitely going to do that. I did a review on the Belko experiment, but I would definitely be interested in doing that. Yeah, down. 
definitely think that if you uh, if you like the Belko experiment, you will absolutely adore Mayhem. It's got the guy Glenn from fucking The Walking Dead. I think his name is Stephen Young. Uh, he's really good in it, and her and Samara Weaving is in it, and she's fucking badass. She's good. They work really well together. It's a little weird seeing Glenn, quote unquote, act in a movie that is not The Walking Dead. He was but, in some stuff before The Walking Dead. But I think Dead, I think if you watch it and and you will appreciate it just for the f- mere fact that it's just good corporate chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with uh, the Belko experiment. It's pretty dark. Also, I liked Happy Death Day. I loved that. I thought that was a funny, fun, kind of teeny bopper movie a little bit. A little bit younger for my taste, but I thought it was a really good movie. The Babysitter with Samara Weaving in it. Oh, it's so Really funny. funny. That was a that was a close contender for the top spot. Yeah, I, I kind of... I... I think it's great. It's like harsh. It's it's in there for me because yeah. it was so fucking ridiculous. And if you good. haven't seen Better Watch Out, put that movie on your list to watch next to that one because you're going to like it too. Yeah. I had one of them that I wanted to mention too that I really liked um, was oh, okay. The Girl with All the Gifts. Oh, I have that on my list here. <sighs> yeah, The Girl with All the Gifts is on my runner-up list. Cool uh, fucking premise. I loved it all the way up until the very end where it reminded me severely of uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. From uh, the Sony PlayStation the game. fucking game, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, oh, Story-wise, yeah. the gameplay is kind of minimal. It's a but, great game. But it's a great game, and it's a great story more so. Uh, but yeah, it reminded me extremely of that. Dispute, it's it's awesome. I loved it. Um, I don't know who stole what from who, but it reminds me of each other. Yeah, for yeah, for real. That's a good one. I think it's one of like it's not necessarily underrated, but it's not as widely known as it should be. Right, especially for having such a one of the main characters being such a big actress. So uh, another movie that I watched that I really liked and I think is super creative, and I think you guys should check it out a hundred percent. It is a low budget independent film by Andrew Getty called The Evil Within. It is. It's insanely creative. Um, I really just thought the acting performance from the main character who plays a autistic or mentally handicapped uh, kid uh, plays the parts of him being mentally handicapped and not mentally handicapped or disabled, uh, mentally disabled, I should say, probably. Um, He's um, really good in it. Uh, The guy that wrote it... uh, shortly passed away before the first premiere of the movie and i think it is fantastic uh for an independent film uh and i'm not just saying that because you know he died shortly before it and you know which sucks because i would have loved to see where this guy went and there's so many people in it mm-hmm. like so many different people in it uh some of the acting's a little spotty but i think it's really good yeah it's really weird and creepy and crazy i know I want to watch that one. It's one I haven't seen yet. Another one I watched was Berlin Syndrome. I haven't heard of that. That one is about a girl getting trapped into a home with a guy who she sort of likes. And he keeps her in her house and won't let her leave and chains her up to the bed. And man, that movie is fucking intense. It's good. It's really good. It's dark. You've heard of uh, uh, what is that syndrome called where you fall in Stockholm love? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. It's like that. Yeah, I was like, only that they're like trying. Stockholm yeah, syndrome. it's it takes place in <laughs> it takes place in Berlin. Yeah. So it's very similar. She's like an uh, American girl, I think. Makes sense. Yeah. So it's 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 a good movie. I I really liked it. It didn't make my top five. That was a really tough choice. I also liked 
Uh, Raw. Yeah. Was really good. That was on mine too. That had a scene in it where I had to wince and turn away from where she chews on something of her own and it I, made me turn away like instantly. I was disappointed, I think, with... I wasn't disappointed, totally fully disappointed with the movie because I still really liked it. Right. Um, but what was disappointing to me was I didn't understand why people were had this like uproar over it yeah it was nowhere near as it's just like when people were like oh my god like a serbian film holy fuck like it's so fucking fucked up did they really compare it to serbian film well they were talking like this or like the neon demon like when the neon demon came out remember it got this like crazy like uproar about the neon demon and how fantastic that movie was and i hate that fucking movie i didn't i thought it was a good movie i just visually visually it is stunning it's story fucking stupid Uh, so i was completely disappointed with that do you know what the, the the idea of the neon demon is about? What? What neon demon means? No. Because when it when I heard that, I or when I kind of assumed a little bit about what it meant, think about it. The neon demon is Los Angeles. Oh, duh. Yeah. Sorry. So it's exactly how Los Angeles is right, and in like a horror whole, story. Like, see, that made it okay for me. Yes, I get like, that. Like, I hated some of the ca- chatty, fucking, like, uppity snot nose, but it's it's actually really good. Like, it just, I don't know. I just, I didn't. I didn't like it or fall for it the way that most people did, so I, that was one that I was disappointed with. But and I was just didn't understand why so many people were so up in arms over Raw because I'm like, yeah. it's cool, it is a good movie, I like it a lot actually, but I wasn't as like grossed out by it as a lot of people were. Right, <laughs> I've seen a million, I kind of, I, I million call, worse movies. <laughs> I actually called the end in the yeah. beginning of the movie, and I'm not one of those people that goes, "Oh, I saw it coming a mile away." Like, no, I didn't. I just, I just was like, I think this is where it's headed. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of easy to pick up or to pick out what's going to happen with it. But I don't know. It was an original concept, original idea, interesting way that they did it. Yeah. Um, And they made it current. They made it, you know, a little bit more realistic in a way. It's a notable one. Ones to talk about from this year. Because it's definitely one of the most, more like impactful and like most talked about movies, I feel like, of this year too. So of um, indie, more independent type films, but well, and it's 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 a a little bit more feminine dominant mm-hmm. uh, film, big time. Um, which you know, I could I, like I could also mention XX, the anthology that yeah. Karen Kusama was in. That was pretty yep. decent. All uh, right, Don't Knock Twice was one of those movies I thought was decent. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was like an eight um, for scariness, um, but. Another one that I liked was I did like Annabelle's creation. If for anything, it was better than the original Annabelle movie, even though you need to watch the original Annabelle movie in order to watch the second one to make it even better at the end because it all wraps up into each other. You already know my feelings on like the Chucky franchise and like any like doll killer sure. franchise thing to me. I'm well, that wasn't so much about a doll in this one. I mean, yeah, well, it was, demonic but possession yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So, right. like, I get it. Like, I, I, they're okay, but I don't know. It's not, they're not my favorite. Like, I don't really like, I don't like the Insidious franchise. I don't like right. uh, The Conjuring with All Right. Yeah, but you don't like any of those, so that like makes that, sense. I don't really like a lot of the I do. I don't mind them. I really don't mind them. There's some that are worse than stuff. others, but yeah. Some of it's great, but I'm just, that's not really like the, I'm not super into that kind of genre or 
or that sure. kind of idea. Makes sense. So it's hard for me to get into movies like that. And like everybody was up fucking sucking Annabelle Creation's dick. So I was. I like, didn't think it was as not a, you, but no, yeah, yeah. Just I didn't think it was as amazing as everybody was making it or out just, to be. That, I thought it was a nice redemption from the first one that yeah, they well, did. Mouse likes those movies. Yeah, so that's why I I've thought seen I them. thought they were good. But I'm like, Meh, I thought the not, second one's better. It's never my go. There's a specific scene in the movie where the person's using a pop gun, and it's an old tactic that they used in the um the changeling oh yeah with the ball and i loved seeing it again in that respect because it was very tense mm-hmm. and that that scene in particular to me was one of my favorite things about the movie yeah um another movie that i actually really was surprised by and was more no nah, i wouldn't say it's horror but john james mcavoy in split, split. His That's acting hard. in that movie is amazing, and it really shows that he is way better than just X-Men. Um, yeah. He was just amazing. That level of like multiple personality disorder, that's fucking horrible. And, and you know what? If you guys appreciate James scary. McAvoy's a, 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 um, performance in Split, you will definitely appreciate the, cac- the actor in The Evil Within. Because it's very similar, how they go back and forth. He talks to a mirror. Highly recommend checking that one out, too. I'm so sad, because that and the Devil's Candy are in my... Like, Devil's Candy I was, was going amazing. to watch them. Like, if I had time, I wanted to watch them, because I knew I was going to like them and wanted to talk about them. But I just didn't have the time to do it. But I am going to go watch the Devil's Candy when I get home. <laughs> Another one that I was really... And this is my last one. Cult of Chucky is one that I want to mention. I liked it. I thought it was gory as fuck. And, and I'm not saying that the acting was great in it. It definitely doesn't deserve to be in the top five for me. But I still think it's notable. I thought it was like really creative and I was interested in it. It, was, it surprised me more than I have ever been for the franchise. Like I've not been excited about the franchise in a while. And this kind of re-brought some of that excitement back. For me, I'm not saying it's perfect. I get that. A lot of people said the curse was better than this one. I kind of like both of them. I think they're really good together. I like, I like this one because it was gory, as fuck. Um, but the last movie that I want to talk about is a fan film, and it is Never Hike Alone. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay, I have been. Kyle did a review for it, which, by the way, guys, we got our writers, Kyle, Mark and Sin Fury, who are going to be doing their top fives uh, for this year, this week. I'm pretty sure all of them are on board. I already got one from Mark already. So they're going to be doing their written ones up on the website. So you're going to want to keep an eye out for it. I'll definitely post it on all of our social media. But Kyle did a review for uh, Never Hike Alone, the fan film. And I was kind of skeptical. And I, I hate to be that way, but it's really good. Like, it is a Friday the 13th fan film. Sweet. And it's called Never Hike Alone. It's about an hour long. And I'll tell you what, Jason in that movie is the director of the fan film. Neat. And he's really good. All right. Like, some of the scenes in this movie, I was like, hell yeah. Like, me and Christina were, like, really into it. And I was not expecting much at all. I kind of, you know, skimmed through the movie, you know, jumped through it just to see parts of it. 
and didn't see anything, and I thought it was going to be a snooze fest a little bit. It's not. Give it a chance. It's not the best Friday the 13th movie ever made, but it is a damn good one. Okay. And I think Kyle's score of 8.5 is spot yeah. on. I think it's perfect. Like, I think it's really, for a fan film and what you expect and the budget that they had, it is damn good. Awesome. And fucking Jason is ferocious. Like, he is fucking angsty motherfucking, and it's perfect. I loved it. Awesome. I loved Jason in this. I thought it was really good. I'm into it. So, watch it. I can't state that enough, guys. I really cannot state that enough. So, but yeah, that's that's my runner-ups. I know it kind of went long, guys, here. Uh, I wanted to just get everything in because it's just a lot. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys agree with us? Do you like the movies that we mentioned for some of our top stuff? I mean, what did you guys think? What are your favorites? I've been asking you guys, and do you love horror and uh, a couple of other places? Because I really am curious to see what you guys think. And I really I really enjoy hearing what some of your favorite movies are. Um, Because it makes me sometimes uh, check out new movies. And it also makes me check out stuff that I may not have given the best uh, chance to the first time around. And maybe I should just watch it again and maybe give it in the second chance. So. Yeah, we'll definitely keep you guys abreast of some of the newer movies that are coming out for 2018. This year looks fucking amazing. We got a fucking Nicolas Cage coming back with a fucking crazy Nick Cage fucking... The fucking story idea behind that did, is nuts. I, even if the movie sucks and just seeing him like freak out, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah, seeing Nicolas uh, Cage rage. Yeah, we got the new Day of the Dead reboot, which yes. looks pretty cool. It looks fantastic. Uh, there is so many... Like, we got that other movie where, what's her name, goes into the, the other side of the wall because her husband comes back all like fucked up and he goes through the the thing it's actually the music's written by one of the guys from Portishead what it's the fuck fucking badass about? I can't even think of what it's called it's where she goes through this like glowing rainbow wall and it's some sort of alien thing where it's turning things into plants stop it yeah it's like kind of interesting I don't know. There's a ton of movies coming out for 2018. What are you guys excited to see? Like, what is your most? Ex- what are you most excited about? And it could be anything. I mean, if you if you're interested in the Avengers coming back for fucking you know the Infinity War uh, or Infinity Gauntlet yeah, series, it doesn't have to be horror, guys. Be yeah, whatever the fuck you're excited but it, about. In particular, horror, I think, you know, I'd be interested to hear more so. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff. Deadpool 2 is coming out. Give I'm interested me one in. that you're most looking forward to. Oh, uh, fuck, dude. I can't think off the top of my head. I'll give you one that I'm most looking forward to for 2018. What? The follow up to The Strangers. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. To be the Strangers Pray at Night. Yes. I believe is the actual name that they P-R-E-Y. P-R-E-Y. Pray yeah. at Night. Yeah. The Strangers is one of my favorite horror movies. Really? Ever made. Really? Yes. And I will tell you why. Because that is my number one fear. Oh, uh, okay. Is a home invasion like that. I'm definitely I, I excited love, to love, see love, love, Strangers love too. I thought it was a better movie than than people gave it credit. I loved it. There, I have one more too. Go ahead. Um, Halloween Returns. Oh yeah, Danny because McBride. Lee Curtis is in it. Danny McBride Danny wrote McBride, it. How like, weird! John Carpenter's so, coming John back to write the back music. For it. Yeah, I can't. Like, I, he's writing the music for it. Thank you. Yeah. I loved the remake that Rob Zombie did of Halloween. Horror. This it. this is a big year for horror guys. This is a big year. Twenty eighteen is going to be huge. Loved the original remake for Halloween by Rob Zombie. Thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I guess it was a prequel, kind of remake together sure second one fucking well this isn't a remake this isn't a reboot this isn't no like this it's a fresh new story yeah it is part three 
I essentially what part three would have been had they not made a separate standalone piece of. It's like the band's getting back together again, right? For this movie, well, so I hope it is, man. Because I'm really because if it's a bunch of old dudes just farting on the microphone, I might not enjoy it. But I, don't know. I, we'll I, I think like, it's, it sounds like a good idea. Everybody's <laughs> on board. I'm trying not to put too much. They got they got the original it, J- Michael Myers that's going to be on strings in a in a wheelchair that's going to come <laughs> out. They're going to bring back what's his name. From- <laughs> From the, from no, the grave. I kid, but like I'm actually excited that he's in it. But I yeah. just think it's funny because I heard someone say that they're like, "Oh, are they going to stretch him out on a wheelchair? Like, that's what's going so on mean. here?" Yeah, I know. Is it, no, that's he's not, actually pretty Donald, in shape. Donald Pleasance is dead. And no, that was no, the yeah. guy that played Michael Myers. Michael I just Myers, can't yeah, think of yeah. his name. I know you're thinking. Of. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, and then one more that I have, which I'm I'm excited about, and I hope they fucking do it right because I have from being from California, I have gone to the Winchester Mystery House a million times. And it is an incredible place to go, an incredible place to see. Mm-hmm. But they're doing a 2018 movie called Winchester. I um, hope it's good. And it does star Helen Mirren, who I also fucking love because that bitch is gorgeous. Yeah. And she's a great actress. But the idea behind the story is, is cool. And I don't know. It, oh, it, it looks the movie like I like, was talking about was Annihilation. With the kids? With the girl the... that goes the, goes through the rainbow oh, wall. Oh, that, okay. Okay. That yeah, sounds familiar. the music's haunting as fuck. Um, but I don't know. This sounds cool because it's supposed to be about Sarah Winchester being sure. her, stalked by... You know, it's probably going to lead into like why she did what she did with the house and blah, blah, blah. Like go into that whole like story. But right. it hasn't... It's not something that's really been touched on in a Hollywood setting. Sure. So, I, I think I have higher hopes for it than I think Hollywood's capable. Um, Helen Mirren's in it, so... I don't... I think yeah. Hollywood has high hopes for it, too. I... I <laughs> I, yeah, but I just I just worry. We'll see. So do I. And it, again, it's this whole like demonic possession kind of idea that I'm not 100% behind all the time or like a ghost thing, right. which usually doesn't pique my interest very much. But to me, I am interested in this. But it's a lot of it's because I've spent a lot of time in that house growing right. up in California and touring it and being fascinated with the history. So I hope it's decent. But <laughs> there is so many more movies, though, guys, a million, like dude. what are you looking forward to? We were going to do a whole segment on it, but we just we were doing it like I had a struggle trying to get into like what movies were going to be the top for me. Yeah. And it's like I feel like I'm saying to my children, like, go fuck yourself. And I don't ever want to tell my children to go fuck themselves. So uh, we were going to do a worst of, and I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I don't really care about doing it. Christina made a really good point. She was like, why? I agreed. I'm sure a lot of people aren't going to understand or agree with a lot of the ones that I picked for movies that I thought were great, but I, I err more towards the sides of like thinker artistic, like sure. films that make you think. From it, and well, I don't yeah, like, you like Barbarian Sound System or Sound Fantastic, but I don't. I'm sound not, Studio, sorry, I don't sorry. Like, we say Sound System. Yeah, I don't like cheap jump scare shit. One of the reasons why I don't like demonic possession or like ghost movies. I like a myriad of shit, dude. I like horror comedies. I like I fucking. Love I like comedies. deep thinkers. I like. I like fucking like sit back and just like ride the fucking yeah, ride the wave. Yeah, like I'm all over everything. I'm all over the scale. I like super fucking fucked up movies that just have gratuitous fucking violence for no fucking reason. Right. I love shit like that. I love true crime stuff. I love like I everything. Like it's, all across it was the board. really hard to pick five for me. Yeah, it was I picked twenty five last year, guys, so I cut it down by twenty. Yeah. And then gave you like twelve or thirteen runner ups. 
So, but it was a pretty decent year. What do you guys think? I want you to in in any of our social media or any of our commentary. Let me know what you really think is like the pinnacle of 2017 for horror movies. And I know, and and under I also understand that some people associate horror movies to being scared, while others leave the genre open. So what you may think is a horror movie to you may be something completely different than me or Brittany or anybody else for that matter. I am one of those that leaves the genre open. I do. I like there's so many subgenres. I have to include it all. Yep. So but guys, thank you so much for being so patient this week. We hope you enjoy this little extra longer episode for the week. We put this out on Thursday, obviously, and we will be returning on Monday for a brand new episode. And then on Thursday after that. So it'll be our regular week. We're back in full swing. And uh, I hope you guys had a safe, happy and joyous fucking holiday season. And uh, thank you for sticking around with us. If you know just one person that you think that would enjoy what we all do together and uh, try to help make this community, let them know. Let's bring them in. But other than that, guys, thank you so much. Have a happy, fucking hap, hap, happy 2018. Let's ring in this motherfucking new year with style and blow the fuck up, all right? Yeah. (laughs) Hope you guys had a happy and safe new year. Thanks for listening. Stay weird, monsters. Tune in every Monday for a brand new episode.